jump into it? Yeah, you can just jump in whenever you're ready. All right, cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm Coach Frank, Coach Frank Ortega. Um, I'm a divorce recovery coach is actually what I am. And so I really help people to recover from divorce. And so when you go through divorce, it's, it's really intense because they, they say that when somebody goes through a divorce, it's the closest that you can come to actually experiencing death, which is pretty wild to think about. And if you look at the statistics, men that go through divorce, they're six times more likely to commit suicide which is really wild. And so I honestly, my whole business has been dedicated to helping people heal from divorce. And I do it with biblical values, with biblical principles, um, which is pretty awesome. And I mean, I get incredible. I've gotten incredible results um, for all of my clients. I'm talking like 30 day complete transformation, bro, which is pretty wild. Um, there's, I have some, some testimonials. I mean, if anyone wants to check out my Instagram, like you go to my highlights and there's some people that they went to like three to four different therapists and they were in therapy for years. And then they work with me for a month and their life's completely changed. And I give all the glory to God because I'm like, I'm using your word, bro. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm like, I'm using your word and taking what it says and making it super practical and applicable. So Love that. Love that. For those that tune into this live when it's live, welcome. Welcome to the group. I'm so glad that you're a part of the group. I'm here with Coach Frank as he just explained a little bit of what he does. And one of the main reasons I wanted to chop it up with you was the fact that, like you mentioned, you're you're using God's word. You're you're obviously a man of faith. And that's one of the things with my community and what I'm kind of building is I really want to help creatives that obviously have a Christian background, be able to, you know, get past limited thinking and really get unstuck and really onto the path of doing what God's called them to do. So one question I had for you was, what is it like been, what is it like being in your space and how do you bridge that gap of faith and business? Um, being in my space as in like my niche. Yeah. Yeah. Like your space. Cause I mean, I think your niche is awesome. I feel like there's definitely a need for, for what you provide. Yeah. Yeah. It, being in that space, honestly, it's, it's incredible because, um, I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I have people, people ask me all the time, like, how, how are you popping off like that? How is your growth? Like, are you running ads? Any, no, I don't run any ads. And it's because I believe like I'm speaking from a heart and I'm speaking to me three years ago. And so being in my space is really, really cool just because it's like, I know what it's like to be there and I know what I needed to hear. And so I'm just saying the things that I needed to hear, you know what I'm saying? And bridging the gap of faith. I, I remember, bro, when I first started, I was like, should I go all out with like the Christian thing, you know, or should I kind of keep it like behind a veil? You know what I mean? Like yeah. give them the gospel, but in a veil. And I did that for a little bit, but then I was like, man, that's just, that's not who I am though. Like I love the Lord. Yeah. And if you don't love Jesus, I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm not going to critique you for it. Obviously I want you to love him because it's the best thing for you. Right. But at the same time, I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't want people to think that I'm like being all this and whatnot. And I pivoted, bro. 
And I started being very honest about my faith. And I have people that are not aligned with my faith, but they're aligned with my message that are still wanting to work with me, even though I'm talking about God so intensely. And even in my one-on-one sessions or my group coaching sessions, I talk about the Lord. I talk about the Holy Spirit. I talk about prophetic like words and things of that nature. And so bridging the gap, it's like, it becomes easy when you realize that you don't have to bridge the gap. God bridges the gap for you. You just have to stand. That's it. And so as soon as I started realizing like, man, all I got to do is stand by who I am and the Lord's going to do the rest. And so you really have to figure out how to bridge the gap, like just be authentic. And I think right now that's what everyone's craving is authentic people. Yeah, I love that, that radical transparency, that being authentic and being yourself. Yeah, that was me. I mean, I've started this journey. I'm only a couple months really into the, the coaching journey. And yeah, when I made that small pivot there from the beginning and I was like, I'm just going to be unapologetically myself. And that's when I really saw a shift and a momentum start to happen. I mean, some of my clients come in and yeah, they're not Christians, which is fine. Like, I'm not going to try to bash you with the Bible kind of thing. I'm definitely just going to give you the fact that like, it's amazing how there's a lot of like motivational and mindset stuff out there. And then not even realizing that it actually is backed by scripture. And when you're able to see the connection, it's really amazing. Like to see that light bulb moment for a lot of the people that I've been talking about talking to. And yeah, I agree. It's it's amazing how God's just going to handle that. And I love how you said there's no really need for us to bridge it. We just have to stand. And I would encourage the people watching today is be unique and be be authentic to yourself. Like own the person that God's made you to be, because that's truly what's going to set you apart. And uh, I speak to mostly creatives. So like all the creatives out there that feel like they might be someone else like stop trying to be someone else and be the person that God's made you to be I I love that I really wanted to dive into that because you're in this relationship space and because I'm in more of a mindset like go after your dreams goals creative business space I was really curious your thoughts of how how do our relationships affect and impact other areas of our life massively we hear it all the time but i think we take it for granted like i don't think we really realize until we're in it right like if i was in a relationship that wasn't good for me it would slow me down massively massively because it's it's all mental capacity right i'm sure you train people on their mental capacity Mm -hmm. right and so it's all the same so you have you have like parenting relationships, right? You've got business, you've got this hobby, you've got this. And then your intimate relationship is probably the biggest besides your relationship with God. But honestly, your relation, your intimate relationship probably affects you negatively more and consumes you more than your relationship with God because it's so in your face all the time. And because it's what we, uh, we almost use that to like, feel tangible love, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, man, big time, big time. I think it's gotta, you gotta be really smart about who you commit to. Um, and yeah. I have this whole thing that I teach all of my clients once once they're healed and ready to move on into the dating world. I'm like, you've gotta have a vision for your life and where you wanna go. 
And then that way, when you're dating, you can see if this person aligns with your vision, because the Bible says that a house divided amongst itself cannot stand, which really just means that if both people have a different vision, it's not going to work. And that's such a good, powerful tool to filter out somebody who belongs in, who doesn't belong in your life and to funnel people that do belong in your life in. But if you never have that vision, you've got no filter to funnel. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and so I think it, I think it's huge, honestly, brother. Like we don't realize it enough. Um, it can make or break you for real. Yeah, for sure. I can, I can definitely attest. There's been some times that I was in some relationships and I even had heard a pastor say once that if you marry the wrong person, it can like crush your entire ministry. And, and if you view your life like ministry, because I mean, it is, if you're a Christian, you're called to, you know, tell people about the word. And yeah, if you're tied to the wrong person and they're stopping you from all that God's called you to be your purpose, your, your calling. Yeah. It's, it's really crucial to really reflect on who you choose when it comes to your spouse. And I, I love the fact that you take the angle of helping people that have been through divorces, because I mean, that's something that I think the church almost shies away from. And it's great that like you being a Christian and coming from a background that's experienced that and just really using your story to impact others. And it's just, it's just amazing to see. On that, it's like, I don't think we're doing our job as, you know, ministers of Christ, if we're not looking for a problem and then bringing a solution. Right. And it is kind of sad. It is kind of sad that, you know, Christian, like Christians that have been divorced kind of get like their head turned to like to that issue. It's kind of like, we don't talk about it. Right. Um, which we should, we should, we talk about how to avoid the divorce. Right. And like what you shouldn't do, but then it's like afterwards, like there's people that are actually getting divorced. Unfortunately, I wish they weren't, but they are, yeah. you know, and it's like, how do we help them get to a place where they don't have to experience that again? Because the chances of you getting divorced after your first marriage, it's massive, massive. And it doesn't change for Christians. It really doesn't. And bro, it's wild. Like what I've, what I've noticed is there's, there's one of my clients, her name's Adriana. You can, you can check out her, her testimony on my YouTube channel and you'll see like when she's, when she's, when she's like chatting with me, I mean, she's flipping through her notes, bro. Yeah. She's like, oh, and then this. And then when we worked on this and like super yeah. excited, she went through healing rooms. She went through school yeah. of ministry. She did everything that a church has to offer and nothing was effective as my coaching. Wow. And I'm like, I started thinking, I was like, God, why, why is that? And it's because everything that I do is revolved around mindset. Mm -hmm. Everything is revolved around you will be completely transformed by the renewing of your mind Yes. and taking every thought captive. But it's like, what the heck does that look like? You see what I mean? And mm -hmm. then I bring in Proverbs. As a man thinketh and believeth in his heart, so yeah. he shall be your belief yeah. system. And so I've, I've found a way to really honestly like create your belief system. What is it that you want it to be? But in order to do that, we got to navigate and go into the pain right? And most people don't want to talk about what happened in the divorce because it's too taboo, especially if you're a Christian. You just talk about, no, God's going to restore. God's going to redeem. Yes, I get that, but I need to heal first. I, I got to do some practical work to heal first. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that God can't heal people in a moment. I believe he can. I believe he can. 
But when you get triggered in your next relationship, you got to kind of know how to navigate it. Because when we get triggered, it's not, it says nothing about the person that triggered us, but it says everything about what we're still experiencing. Yeah. And that's when we got to look inward, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I love that you, you tie it back to mindset and renewing your mind. Man, mm-hmm. it sounds like you were so crushing it. We're definitely going to have to connect and send your, your links and all that so people can connect with you because I'm sure someone in my group definitely needs to hear the encouragement you have to give them. And with this, this thought and with these ideas of limiting beliefs and limiting mindsets, what is it about limiting beliefs and mindsets that you think people choose to accept less for their lives when they're in that space? Yeah, it's because um, we all have needs in our lives. There's like six human needs. We have certainty. We desire certainty. We desire love and connection. We desire uncertainty. In other words, adventures, right? Which you probably desire a lot of uncertainty. That's why you're an entrepreneur. You you like the risk. You like the adrenaline. And you're a drummer, bro. So it's... (laughs) And then, uh, and then we, we desire significance. So those are four core human needs that we all strive for. Now, there's two other needs that really make us fulfilled. And that's going to be growth, like spiritual growth, practical mm-hmm. growth, and giving our contribution. It's biblical, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to limiting beliefs, I believe that a lot of us, after going through so many things in life, we make our number one need not love and connection anymore. We make it certainty. Yeah. And that can be good and that can be bad. It can be good in the fact that you can be an incredible planner. You can have goals. You can do everything you need to do to hit those goals. But it can also be terrible because you can actually say, no, I'm not going to take that risk because if I don't take that risk, then I know that I'll have this result and this result of certainty is better than the unknown on the other end. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think so many people, not so many people, that's why I think everybody struggles with limiting beliefs to some degree in some area of their lives, whether it's their relationship, whether it's their purity, whether it's finances, whether it's breaking generational curses, whether it's how much time they have to work, doesn't matter. It goes across the board. And it's, it's just because we want that feeling of security and certainty and sometimes not trying and believing that I'm just too young, mm-hmm. right, is better than believing that I'm young, which means I've got vitality, I got energy, I've got room to grow, I've got time to make mistakes, right? It's a different way of looking at it. Yeah. When you look at it that way, it makes you want to, heck yeah, I'm going to jump on something, right? But no, we want certainty. So I'm just too young, that limiting belief turns into, well, now I'm just too old, Mm -hmm. eventually. And so I think it's the certainty, man. We all want safety. Mm -hmm. We crave safety. And humans will do a lot more to feel safe than to experience pain so that they can have long-term fulfillment. It's proven. Yeah, and nobody wants to fail, you know. (laughs) They, They fear the failure. And like you said, the uncertainty, the unknown. Yeah, I can, I'm, you can attest as well, being a fellow entrepreneur, like living in that world of uncertainty and that riskiness and the uncomfort. It's like they say, everyone says, you know, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. But yeah, I would agree. And even with like, when I, I see all the creatives that I've been working with, their biggest thing is getting past like the, the idea of having to be perfect at it or the idea of 
basically procrastinating because like you said, they get into this space of, well, no one's going to care about the stuff that I make because it really rolls back to their art, their craft, whatever their service or product is. And when they, they get into believing that lie that like no one's going to care about what they make, but truly people do care. And like, there's a need and someone needs your voice. And I love that. And that's why I brought you on to show people like something is niche down as like divorce and helping people overcome that. Like there is your story, your testimony is going to impact and unlock other people's stories and their destinies. And yeah, man, I, I love, I love that so much. Yeah, bro. It's just fear is all yeah, it is. It really is. It's just fear of rejection. It's fear of failure. It's fear, fear cripples. Yeah, That's it. it. And one, here's what's funny, bro. With my program, my coaching program, I get very practical. Very, because what's practical is spiritual and what's spiritual mm -hmm. has to be practical or else oh, it's yeah. not possible. It's just not. And so I get real practical, bro. So the first thing I tell them is that it's going to be a painful journey, but it's going to be extremely fulfilling. Then the next thing I tell them is that I'm going to make you conquer fear like you've never conquered fear before. So the first assignment that I set for them, because everything revolves around 1% with me. That's why it's the 1% divorce recovery yeah, coaching. I love that. Right? Everything is 1%. So the first step that they have to take to start working and, and start healing is they have to take a 30 second cold shower first thing in the morning. Yeah. First, why? Why do I make them do that? Because it's scary as hell. Yeah. And <laughs> Nobody it, wants to it's, always, it's always scary. I've been exactly. thinking for, since I can remember, and they, they're never not scary. <laughs> never, you never wake up and you're like, I cannot yes. wait to do this. No, you stand in front of the shower, you put your hand in and you're like, oh, <laughs> no. why? Why am I doing this? Yeah. And the fear hits. And even though you know mm -hmm. you've been doing it for the past three months, yeah. it's still like, this is going to suck. But guess what? If you die first thing in the morning, the rest of the day is cake. Exactly. That's how it is. And exactly. so if you conquer fear yep. the first thing in the morning and you give yourself practical discomfort, first of all, scientifically, it's proven that it, it literally increases your endorphins, yeah. your dopamine levels by 250% yeah. for 24 hours, which means you feel incredible. It's like the best high in the world besides getting some one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, for uh, sure. And then on top of that, it also slows down your heart rate by 20 to 40 beats a minute, which means your stress and anxiety yep. for 24 hours. And so that's the first thing that I have them do. And it's for that reason, because I don't want fear to stop them. Because once they do that, and then a feeling comes up, and we're so afraid of our feelings, of feeling them, right? Mm -hmm. Once that feeling comes up, they already died in the morning. So they're not scared to jump into those feelings and discover the mess and get messy with it and see what's conflicting their inner blueprint and then boom, turn it around. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah, and I agree. And I can attest the cold shower, man. <laughs> it, it never is not terrifying and dreadful, but man, the the afterwards how much does that preach it's always the things that we fear most once we face them on the other side man on the other side of our obediences i mean miracles and breakthrough for not only us but all those people that are waiting for what we have to to share 
And I think that's the biggest thing I've seen with, with my clients is that, that crippling self-sabotage that they have because of the fear. It's like, they, they think I, I can't do this because they, they're just afraid. And I, and I love that you tie that. I'm going to use that. I'm, I'm still in that. I'm totally going to start using that with my, my clients and letting them know, Hey, this is something else that I do. Okay. It's, it's pretty intense. Okay. I actually experienced this at Tony Robbins event mm-hmm. and it changed my life. Okay. So a lot of the times we believe that we can't change this belief. We just feel yeah. like it's out of, like, I just can't change it. That's just how I am is what most people say. Right. We actually believe that. So what I make people do is I make them live the next 20 years as that person. And I, and, I, and I walk them through it. I mean, have them close their eyes. I put a little bit of, you know, soothing music. And then I tell them, I'm like, the, the number one limiting belief that you have, that you're not good enough. What, does, what is the worst case scenario? How does that make you act? How does that make you show up? And then I take them through the process of who have you hurt because you felt like you weren't good enough? How have you betrayed yourself? How, have you, how much regret have you carried because you believe that you're not good enough? You see what I'm saying? And you just yeah. begin to stack and stack and stack. And then I make them visualize five years into the future, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and you're still living the same life. Why? Because you can't change. This is who you are. And there's nothing that you can do by the end of it, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you want to change? They're like, yes, whatever it takes, yeah. because I don't want to keep living the same way that, that long. And we never think about it. But once you make someone conscious of it, and once you make someone not just, not just see it, but feel it in their bones. Oh, yeah. Once you, once it's leverage, it's mm-hmm. leverage and you can make any, anyone will change if you add enough leverage Yeah, and you can add leverage with pain and with pleasure. Mm-hmm. So then I flip it. What would it look like if that belief didn't exist? Mm-hmm. What decisions would you make? What would you accomplish? What would your life look like? What would your family's life look like? You see what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden desire is the number one motivator in the world. You don't have to be disciplined if there's a desire. It just comes naturally. Yeah. I'm like, so I can build their desire, then mm-hmm. we can get some work done. Now they can yep. conquer anything. And that's how they become 1% conquerors. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Man, I, you just came in hot. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I hope everyone listening, man, the, the value that you're getting right now, he's basically just walked you through a coaching session for free. Like between that and what I've shared for you, man, it goes back to that's that's what I want to provide for this community is I want to over deliver under promise over deliver, because like he said, and like my goal is to help you help you listening right now, you watching like you can do this. That's it's simple as that. That's why we coach. You know, we, we truly want to see people change lives change. We, the financial that comes from it is amazing and great, but like truly at the root of it all is we just want to help people see themselves the way God sees them. At least that's the way that I always say it. Yes. And here's, here's something that's key. Okay. For anyone who's struggling to start and struggling with like a limiting belief, I really want you to think about this, okay? You're being selfish is what's happening. Yeah. And that's why you're struggling with that. Because what if they don't like me? What if I don't make money? Mm-hmm. All suffering comes from me, 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 me. Exactly. You take your eyes off yourself, you stop suffering. And here's the thing. God will always bless discontentment. 
but not when it's discontentment for yourself. It's yeah. got to be discontentment for somebody else. Yeah. And so when you, and I'm honestly, brother, I, I truly do because people like, and I, I feel like so douchey saying that people really do ask me all the time. Like, how did you do it? How do you continue yeah. to do it? And I'm like, I just want to help people. I, I don't know what else to say. Exactly. I just literally, I can see myself three years ago and I know someone's there right now. And I hate that for them because yeah. they don't deserve to be there. They deserve a life and a life of more abundance than the Bible promised. And yes, that's finances, but that's also peace. That's also joy. That's also wisdom. That's also relationship. That's all across the board. And so I am not content for the 150,000 people that I have following me. I'm not content. And I'm not content for the millions that are out there still. Come on. I want more for them. I genuinely do. And I believe that is why God pours them in. Because I'm not worried about... Are they going to buy? How much money mm-hmm. am I going to make? I honestly don't give a rat's tail if they don't buy for me. And I tell them that on my coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I do not, literally, my, my clarity calls, those are my sales calls. Mm-hmm. But I actually help people on them. And I tell them, I'm like, look, I'm going to make you an offer at the end. If I feel like you are a good candidate, I'm like, but there is no pressure. On this call, I'm going to give you so much value. I'm going to help you so much that you might not even need another call. Most people don't. Most people get breakthrough in one call. And my girlfriend asked me, she was like, well, why did, and my parents too, and friend, well, why do you do that, bro? Like, you're just like ripping yourself off. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because the people that I know that God's going to send the people that need to work with me. Yeah. And if all they exactly. need is one, one call with me, I care more about the freedom than my my bank account. Exactly. At the end, of, that's why you get on a call with me. You're getting you're getting pedal to the metal. We're going in. We're doing work. This isn't like yeah. a hey, this is what I do. Are you interested? No. It's like hey, this is what I do. Taste and see that it is good. Yeah. And if you want more, <laughs> come, come along. Yeah. If not go experience your freedom and go give that to somebody else. Yeah, I love that. And even it's and it's like you said, even like if they did one call from a, a business perspective of it, like that one seed that you planted can be a lifetime of harvest because they're gonna go live free. And of course they're gonna share about it. Cause when someone's been impacted, I mean, when you hear about the the truth of God and you've been impacted by God, what do you go do? You go tell people about how Jesus died for their sins. And yeah, I, I totally agree, man. That's, that's so good. It's so true. You want to, you want to build a business. You got to create raving fans. Exactly. That's it. If you can create a raving fan that will not shut up about what you do, like now you got a business until you do that. You don't got a business because you're trying to sell everyone. But if you create raving fans, now you're doing something. And that should be the goal of every coach in this world. Every single yeah. coach. I should, I, my content should create such raving fans that I don't even have to reach out to book a call. I don't reach out to nobody. Man. Nobody. My calls flood in 100%. And people pay to get on a sales call with me. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's doing that right now. And I, I believe it's because I'm creating raving fans. I go live. I help for free on live. I started posting more YouTube channel, like longer content, all of my reels. I packed them with power of the Holy yeah. Ghost, not wise and persuasive words. 
right? Like, mm -hmm. and then guess what? Like at first I used to respond to all the comments. Now I can't because yeah. so funny. I'm like, but it's like, that's how you create raving fans. You give them something that like catches not just their attention, but it relates to where they're at. Yeah. Meet them in their frustration and then they'll trust you with a solution. But a lot of times we just want to promote the solution Mm -hmm. we're in a, we're in a we're in an era right now of attention think about it bro oh, yeah. everywhere mm -hmm. like nobody cares about the information that you have because they can go to youtube and find exactly hundreds of thousands of videos about it but if you can catch their attention now they want the information that you have to offer we yeah. just got to know how to grab their attention first and grabbing their attention means means meeting them where they're at right now Exactly. And building that connection. Cause I mean, people buy from people that they know, like a trust, yep. you know, if you're, you're not going to care about the actual value itself, you're caring about the person. And like yep. when you can be truly 100% authentic yourself, then <laughs> no one can deny if they're going to be either connected with you or not connected with you. And I think so many times, when people do have those limited beliefs, especially like content creators or creatives, like artists and stuff, is they get so focused on the negative. And I mean, it's it's human nature. Like if you're getting all these comments and all of them are great, and the one comment that this sounded like trash, that's all you're gonna see. But when you flip it and you you don't worry about the ten percent that are gonna hate you, because there's gonna be a percentage of people, regardless of what you do, that don't like you. And if you, you just right. Yeah, exactly. Then you're doing something right. But when you focus in on the people that do love you, those Raven fans, and give them the, the quality content that they need and just provide what they need in all areas of their lives, and you really are going to see longstanding success, both financially and personally. Yeah, exactly, bro. And one thing that I, that I think I, I started doing I started doing it very, very like intentionally too, was I started talking about personal stuff, like my daughter, and I call her the goose. Um, I started talking about movies that I dislike. I started talking about my idol, The Rock, yes. <laughs> right? Like I started talking about these things to let people in, to trust yeah. me, to see more of me. Yeah. And that's how you can build trust through your social, through your content. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to meet with these thousands of followers for them to know who I am, bro. Yeah. I had, I'll never forget, I didn't even know how to respond to it because it was just, it was so different. But I had a call with someone and then every time when they come in, I, I let them into the room and then I turn my camera on and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And as soon as I was like, hey, how are you doing? This lady started freaking out. She was like, I can't believe I'm actually talking to you right now. Wow. Like, it was wild. I was like, I'm just dude, I'm just Frank Ortega, bro. Like, chill. Yeah, you're like, chill. Her, she, she like knew me and she was like so moved by the message, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it was crazy because I said something about The Rock and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that you love him. I know that there, and she started spouting off things about me that I was like, it seems like we've hung out, but we've never hung out. She trusted me. Yeah. She tr but I was vulnerable enough to let her trust me. You see what I'm saying? I put myself out there yeah. so that they could trust me. And I think people feel that energy or so we don't sound so like universal and manifestation people. People yeah. feel spirit. Yeah. 
for sure. I agree hundred percent. And let that, that be the lesson for you out there. Like, and I, I love the beauty of what TikTok has done for us because like the age of Instagram, and I mentioned this in a previous live with one of my friends, fellow mindset coach, and I, that gone are the days are Instagram filters. Like people, they appreciate quality, like video cameras, 4k and stuff, but more than that, they appreciate realness. They appreciate that radical transparency. And yeah, like you said, relatability, like, yeah, you love the rock. Who doesn't love the rock? I mean, the man's awesome. Like what movie that he's in that sucks? None of them. They're all great. (laughs) But yeah, I totally agree, man. That's, that's so funny. And doesn't that like, and that's, that's probably more valuable to you than thousands of dollars that come in as like someone truly connecting with you before you even had the opportunity to, because I know if you're anything like the rest of the us creators, when you grab your phone to make a video, it's still, you're still facing that fear. And you're like, I'm going to say this. And it's a very vulnerable thing for me to say. And that's a very open, scary thing to do, but doing it, you realize there's so many other people that deal with that. And it's just that community. And that's what people need most. Cause I mean, they feel so alone. And after the last couple of years and all the things that we went through with a panini and lockdowns and like, if there's anything that people learn from all that, it's like how valuable community is. And I, and I, that's one of the things I stress a lot in my coaching is like, if you're isolating yourself, you're going to feel, you're going to feel alone. Because if you're not surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded or like a step above you, then you're obviously not going to be going a step above. It's like they always say, show me your friends, I'll show you my future. And it's just, yeah, it's so important for us to really be authentic to to those around us because you never know who could see it. Yeah, exactly. And that comes from the the only reason why I'm able to do that, like, daily and honestly not daily anymore because I've, I've ran into a pretty good issue which means that if i post a reel or a tiktok i'm gonna get booked calls and so I, love that. I, I can't post every day anymore i just can't which is terrible for the algorithm terrible for strat whatever but it's just it's what it is if i post a video my calendar is going to get booked and so i need to be very aware of because at first i was just posting 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 and it was like and i was like oh my I cannot do this. I was drained every single day. Um, but the way that you, I push myself to finally post is discontentment for others, man. That's it. Because there is so much fear. Honestly, like I, I, I was telling my girlfriend this and my buddy Cody, he, he came over and we were like all hanging out, just chatting. And he wants to start doing his thing, but he's like scared. Classic. Mm-hmm. Everyone is dealing yeah. with that. Right? And I told him, I was like, man, I feel like so many people see me. And I know that because I've heard it before. They think like, oh, just Frank just wants the clout. Frank wants to be an influencer. Frank yeah. wants. And I was like, but I don't. I don't. I'm like, I know people think that I probably have a ton of pride, but I have yeah. way more insecurity than I do ego. Sure. I was like, people don't see that. I'm like, but I have to fight through that. Why? Because if I don't, other people do not get their breakthrough. I'm like, I have to fight in my head because I want you to really think about this, bro. The, the line of work that I'm in, I'm not a licensed therapist. 
Yeah. I don't have a degree in psychology. I'm not a counselor. I don't, I don't even have a coaching certificate, bro. Nothing. I have nothing. So when I post, guess what's going through my mind? What if this is wrong? Yeah. What if this is way off? What if somebody who actually knows what they're talking about comes in and comments and they're like, you have no idea. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, especially now that like, I'm not big, but I don't have 5,000 followers. Yeah. You mean like, I have more followers than most of these therapists do, exactly, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's a scary thought to know like, I could be wrong. What if I am, right? Like overcoming that fear and overcoming oh, yeah. the fear of this content's out there. So in five years, I could be wrong. Yeah. In 10 years, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is, that is reality, right? And that's the yeah. stuff that goes on in my head. It's not what are people going to think? It's like, dude, what if in 10 years, I, my information was so garbage that I'm getting trashed and I'm getting canceled and I'm not even like. Exactly, yeah. It, it just goes into that, into that direction. But the only thing that makes me push forward is the desire to help other people. Now, thankfully, yes. thankfully, I might, I might, I may have, I may be wrong in some things, but what I'm doing works. It's like, yeah. I tell people, I'm like, I don't got a PhD in my genre, in my whatever, but I got a PhD of results. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> For me, that speaks louder than anything in the world. The fact that I've exactly. got literally video clips, audio clips of people talking to me 30 days after starting to work with me and their life is completely different. And they are saying they went to three to four different therapists, a hypnotherapist, they went to, you know, healing rooms and this and that, and nothing worked until they started working with me. To me, I'm like, that is my PhD. And so obviously God, your hand is on it. So I'm going to continue to trust it. Even if it costs me my pride, even if, even if it costs me my fear, even if it costs me my safety, my comfort, my certainty, I'm going to step out because I want what these people have gotten. I want it for the rest of the world because they deserve it. They're sons and daughters of God, man. I agree 100%. Man, good stuff. I think we've been on for quite quite some time. I, I think we gave the people, <laughs> the great people out there, um, exactly what they needed. Um, overdose on value. But like like I said, and if you're tuning in later, please watch the entire thing because chock full of knowledge, gems, all the truth bombs being dropped. But this is this has been my my friend, Coach Frank. And I'll be sure to link all his stuff. I'll connect with him and make sure it's all linked for you guys so you can connect with him, show him some loves, tell him how grateful you are for him to spend some time with us. But with that, we will we'll see you next time. All right.